holds no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society No Man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot day? Mr. Clement, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. It is. It's Cave Crew Radio coming at you live right here on All Radio XM&T. And I'm, uh, I'm here in my cave in the great white north of Canada. My name is DK. Mr. Wednesday Night. Mr. Wednesday Night. Mr. Wednesday Night. Let's not forget. And I am Big B here uh, live in New York City. Queens, to be precise. Queens, yes. Queens. You don't want to group you in with, you know, a lesser-loved borough. Well, it's all the same. Okay. When you say New York City, it's the five boroughs. It's all so one even, big... Even Staten Island is included. One big melting pot. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. And now you have the Islanders, too. Oh, joy. In Brooklyn, so... Why am I excited by that one? Yes, and those. I wonder if they'll wear those uh, the, the funny jerseys with the fisherman friend on it. I heard they were. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I'm assuming they're going to keep the name Islanders, too, which is kind of weird because you're going to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, you're not on an island in Brooklyn. You're in, yeah, exactly. You're in Brooklyn. Right. That, says, that speaks for itself. Yeah. Listen, so we got a, uh, in, in just a few minutes, we're, I promised last week, because mm-hmm. I was very tired last week, Yes. that we were going to bounce back with a really really big show really really fun show as that other dj likes to say uh-huh. it's gonna be a really fun show tonight <laughs> um anyway so yeah in a few minutes the um the the, the queen of england uh jesus queen elizabeth is going to be here in in a few minutes, and uh, we are going to uh whatever they call it coronate you or knight you I'm because be of knighted. Because of your love of the United Kingdom. Oh, yes. Well, the United Kingdom I have no problem with. It's the royal family. All right. Well, try not to be too harsh. Uh, She's she's making us... It's got to be like 2 o'clock in the morning for her. So... After that, another another show favorite is is, uh, coming tonight. 
Salami Karpaipai from yes. uh, Hockey Night Punjabi. Hockey Night in Punjabi. I'm so excited by yes. that. And we're I gonna. Can't wait. I love Salami Karpaipai. Yes, he's always a good time. We've got the uh, Florida Top Ten, which we're still working on. And some other stuff, something about a scarecrow, a scarecrow with a with a dildo that killed a guy, or I don't know. Well, you know how unruly those scarecrows can be. Yes, and then we have a story about the Dutch army that's kind of fun too. <laughs> so we're just gonna have a jolly old time. So I don't know. You got anything new to go into, or should we uh, bring Her Majesty in? Um, I personally don't have anything new. Uh, I think we can bring Her Majesty in. Yeah, I don't think I have any funny stories either so let's just without delay let's and defecate in the dark alleys of your beloved city. You shall enter your knighthood by riding a Segway and carrying the symbol of your knighthood, a red rubber plunger. Your crash shall have on it two bottles of Boone's Farm wine, a tin cup, and two partially dissolved Durbing cakes. Your subjects will address you as Sir Big B or Bits Get Out of My Face. <laughs> you shall carry on the honor of Alley Knight until the day your body is laid to rest. Your epitaph will read, Here lies Big B, the keeper of the alleys of P. He protected and served the stinking rotten bums and pubs. His deeds shall not be forgotten even as the garbage lay rotten. He was a great man. His segue in the alleys shall be a banner and I can't even read my own writing. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Because the knight of Alley has served as keeper for his last day. So congratulations, Sir Big B. I shall call you Sir Big B. Now you are the knight of your stench alley. You are... Clap now. I, I, I must say, I, I, I thank you very much. Big round of applause there. Yeah, I, I thank you very much, and I actually feel honored by this. I am now Sir Big B of uh, Young Stench Alley. Young and, Stench uh, Alley. I'm I, sorry, I, that is Urine Stench Alley, as in P, as oh. in Nazis. <laughs> Urine Stench Alley. I am Sir Big B of Urine Stench Alley, and you know what? I think I'm turning the corner on the royal family. See? I, I think now, you know, I, I can see what good they do in, in the world. And, and, and you're in good company now. You've got Elton John, Paul McCartney, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, you know, you're, you're uh, in. Yes, you're all a very, I mean, these are all nights that Joe have mentioned that are in entertainment. And Big B, you, sir, are entertaining. So I wanted to add you to the nights of the entertainment table. Now, would there be a chance, uh, Your Majesty, that maybe Big B could come to uh, 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 the castle and, and perform a, uh, a show? 
Oh, we would love to have him. He could join us for evening winkles and jelly de eels. You know, Big B, I could just see it. You're in one of those, like, red, long trench coats with your hair and a <laughs> ponytail, and you'd have one of those fancy bows holding your hair in place. <laughs> that would be so lovely. You could buy the wife. fine glasses on the end of a stick. And I must apologize. I've had too many whistles. I keep calling them winkles. <laughs> Well, I, I must say I, I am honored by the uh, by the knighting, and uh, I will I will look after all the vagrants here in Queens, and I will serve uh, uh, the the royal family well here in uh, New York City. That that will make me relax and sleep so peacefully tonight to know that you, Sir Bigby, are there protecting young stench Ellie in the Queens. It sounds yep. like Young Stench Alley. That's why I say. That's why I said Young Stench Alley. Yeah, but it's yeah. Urine Stench Alley. Yeah. Yes, it is, must be my proper English. It's confusing you with your American accent. That's urine that. Stench Alley. Listen, that's every that's time good. I talk to Choo Choo Stew, I gotta like have both headphones and I gotta really intently uh, listen. <laughs> I I really uh, appreciate the Queen coming out. Do you have anything else you want to ask the Queen before we discharge her on her merry way? Uh, to go rule that wonderful kingdom of of Oz. Well, uh, now uh, you are in an advanced age. Um, when you do finally kick the bucket, who's going to take over? For uh, is it is Charles going to be king, or does it go to the children? I believe in the royal family, the next in the role of monarchy is Charles, but if I had my way, it would be his young son, Prince Philip. Now, now, you know, now that I'm n- newly knighted, I think I may have a little bit of influence here. If I could say, you know, maybe, you know, I could rule at least for like a week? You know, I could take that in consideration because here in London, we have many stenchy urine alleys also that you can patrol and maybe clean up for us. See, yeah, I, I, you know, just give me like a week over there, you know, let me rule and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Could, could he have a crown, though? Oh, we'll him... give him a crown. We have Burger King here, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, you can, and you can sit on the, uh, what do you call it? You can sit on the uh, throne. The throne, but since he is the keeper of urine stench alley, we will have a portable Throne for him, if you know what I'm saying. Better than his to John. <laughs> Porty John. His throne well, is is a Porty John. Well, I th- I think I'm gonna uh, book a trip out to England to visit the castle. And well, I w- go ahead. I will let my servants know that you will be arriving, and I will have them prepare a room for you, the bathroom. Why? Thank you. I appreciate that. So, um, so instead of the big B for tonight, I think I should call him the Duke of P. That is wonderful. I yes. love that spelling name. We should call him the Duke of P. The there Duke of P. I am Sir Big B, the Duke of P. There you go. <laughs> we might have a name for our show already. <laughs> See, I, I, I did this because I know we have a lot of listeners over in, in, in the UK and in, in you know, I you were so hated towards the royal family that I wanted to bring some some commonality uh, to 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 you and the British people. Well, I you know I really think now I'm ter- I'm 
turning the corner on the, on the British, on the royal family. You know, it was very nice of her to knight me and, and leave me to look after the vagrants here in Queens. And, uh, you know, especially, hey, after she kicks the bucket and, you know, I, if I get to rule for like at least one week, I, I'm all in with the royal family now. She may live for like another hundred years, though. I think, like, are you taking some fountain of youth? Uh, I mean, you don't look like it, but... Uh... Well, if you're in the position that I am, that where you don't lead, you don't follow, you don't do jock squat, you will live forever, too. Makes sense. I, I, think, you, uh, I think you made a deal with the devil a long time ago. Yes. Oh, the devil is very intimidating. Intimidated by me, <laughs> the Wickles is kicking me again. Drinking <laughs> Wickles, uh, Stu would love it. All right, uh, uh, Your Highness, I, I, I'm going to uh, uh, send you on your way. Could, could could you give us a wave? I'm waving. You can't see it, but I'm waving fingers to my lips, and then I'm turning my hand, palm out, palm in, palm out, palm in. You're a lovely man. Thank you for having me on your show. Anything you want to say to to Canada and the United States? I mean, you've had a few wickles. Uh, you're not on Barbara Walters or anything like that. You can really let it out if you want. Enjoy your freedom, asshole. We're coming back to get you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless you, Queen. We'll talk to you sometime. Good night, tooth. Big B, that wasn't so bad. The Wait, Duke please, of... P- please address me properly. I am no longer Big B. Yes, the I Duke of S- P. I am Sir Big B, the Duke of P. Sir Big B, the Duke of P. How many times am I going to stumble over that throughout the show? <laughs> I, I'm quite honored by this. Uh, I, I feel more royal now. Yes, you you can tell all your friends. You can go on Metal Thunder Radio on Monday night, and, and they should address you. Uh, by that. That's right. I, I, I'm I going to go into work tomorrow and say, you know what? You will address me as Sir Big B, the Duke of P. Yes. Sir Big B, the Duke of P. I love it. And and it was so nice um, that I had uh, one of my family members here to listen to, to me being knighted. I was going to ask you, who who is there? That uh, That is uh, my little boy. He wandered in as the ceremony was going on, and he was he was dying to speak on the radio. Well, tell him to say hello. My son pops up once in a while. Ah, uh, yes. This happens. Shouldn't you be playing Skylanders or practicing soccer? No. Oh. Okay. I'm just getting drunk already. Oh. <laughs> So now I'm going to call my dad the Royal Duchess of Lame Town. Oh, this kid's pretty smart. 
<laughs> well, he is part of this, this family, so. The bringer, devils. The, the bringer of rain, I'm going to call him. The bringer of rain? Yes. <laughs> more, call, more likely to call me devil. All right, devil. <laughs> All right, say good night. Good night. You got to warn me when there's children in the studio. Uh, it's fine. He's hurt. He's hurt a lot worse. Don't worry about it. All right, good. I don't think we got too carried away there. No, no, no. You're off now. <laughs> Very well spoken, uh, Duke Junior. Oh well, he doesn't stop speaking. That's why. Uh, you hear? Uh, sometimes, if I, if I get on a subject and, and and Jake is playing in the background there, because our studios are our homes, right? Right. It's yep. no big secret. We're not sitting at the, you know, uh, CBS building. I wish uh, I was, but you know, we're unfortunately we we're, we're, we don't have that luxury. So uh, my son sometimes will hear something, where, like when the wrestlers are here, or or if we're talking some about sports, and he'll run over and yell something in the mic. So it's all good. It's all start them young. Oh yeah, no, he's. Uh, we've actually done radio shows together. Um, where he's picked out music and we've played music and everything. So, very cool. So yeah, but uh, it was great. It was great that he was here to to witness me being knighted by the Queen of England. It was You're just tinkled, uh, tinkled. I'm sounding like her now. You're just tickled pink about all this, aren't you? I really am. I've 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 completely turned my opinion around of the royal family. I feel like I'm one of them now. I thought you guys were going to get into like a bar fight or something, and you were very well behaved, and the and the queen was more entertaining than I ever thought she could be. Well, you know, you got to take it as it comes. You know, I I wanted to start off hating her, you know, which I did. Uh, but you know she turns it around, so you know kudos so, to her. Will you will 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 you um, you know hang a picture now of her in your home? Oh, oh absolutely! It's gonna other, be the first thing you see when you walk in the house, right? I, other I, than a dartboard, right? Like, of course, just just going to be a framed picture of her with uh, on on either side will be the British flag and the American flag, and uh, you know I think we might start. Uh, Eating some British dishes. Maybe we'll introduce some eel to right. the house. That's pushing it. You don't want to make yourself ill. I would, uh, you know, fish and chips wrapped in newspaper. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Sort of light like that. Yeah, sure. Maybe drink your tea in a nice little cup instead of a mug. Well, yeah, we have to We have to introduce tea time now. Right. You need to extend that, that pinky when, you, when yeah, you tilt. Without a doubt. Right. All right, listen, really quickly, though, because, you know, she was picking on you and she was calling you guys, well, us too, I guess, but was picking on, you know, the Americans as being, you know, vagrants and, and uh, excuse me, ignorant and all that stuff. Now, did you read about this robot? Uh, he's called I, Hitch. He's called Hitchbot, and he's yeah. been... He, he, he hitchhiked across Canada, which is a, a very big country, by the way. You should Google Map it sometime. Yeah. And 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 the, this robot, I guess, had a GPS in it, and and, and, a, and it filmed itself, or however it did it. It also went through parts of Europe. Well, it was fine in New York, so I'm not going to say New York did anything. It went from New York to 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 Boston, made it mm -hmm. to Fenway Park, and then it got to the city of brotherly love yes and it was destroyed and it was destroyed 
This, you remember what you're talking about now. You're talking about Philadelphia, the, the uh, city where they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Really? Yes. Now, see, I didn't at, hear that. That would be a good Christmas story. Yes, at, at, uh, at a Philadelphia Eagles game uh, one year, I guess Santa Claus came out at halftime or pregame, whichever one it was. And it had snowed uh, the night before. Uh, in the stadium, so they, you know there was uh, snow around, and everybody started pelting him with snowballs. Yeah, see, I remember their hockey team was always—they always called them the Broad Street Bullies. The Broad Street Bullies, right? Yeah, they're not a very nice city, is it? Um, no, really not. And it's—I I don't think it's any secret, uh, any uh, coincidence that uh, that's where ECW was born too. Right. The most violent of the wrestling was born in Philly. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, too, you know, I'm not a, you know me, when it comes to history, I need a little bit of help sometimes. But the crack in the Liberty Bell, the Liberty Bell was probably all in one piece until the citizens of Philadelphia got a hold of it. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't put it past anybody in Philadelphia. They probably vandalized the fucking thing. And keep in mind, this is, this is a city with a statue of a fictional character in Rocky. Oh, yes, Rocky, yeah. They have statues of their actual, like, you know, homegrown talent. No, they have a statue of a fictional character. Yeah. yeah that's all Rocky you know drinking the raw. And, uh, you know, he ate something pretty gross, too. He ate the uh, the raw eggs. Raw eggs, yeah. yeah. Well, I, that that had everybody trying it at the time. Everybody, I'm going to do like Rocky does and, drink, and have the raw eggs, and everybody gets sick, of course. I don't think I ever tried it. I did. I was too young. I, you know, I, I remember. I think I asked my mother once, "Can I do that?" And she's like, "No, you'll get sick." And that was about it. Thank God for mums, right? Yeah, yeah. They they keep us. I mean, we do we do enough uh, terrible shit to ourselves. Um, without them, we would probably. I don't think we would exist as a, as a species. You know, I, I gotta tell you though, this robot—it's disturbing. Did you look at the thing? It looked like a child version of the robot from Lost in Space. You know, danger, danger. Remember right, that? right, right. Yeah. I, I, like, why? Do you, do, do you need a USB drive or whatever the hell's in it that bad? Like, I guess it was it was just something to do, you know, that that's how you know, technology has, you know, this is where technology has led us. We have a robot hitchhiking across the globe and gets destroyed in Philadelphia. Yeah, we we don't want that record. Fuck Canada. We don't want it. Right. (laughs) All right, I got it. So, I mean, but it all ties in going back to Sir Big B, the Duke of P. That's right. Uh, 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 You know, uh, or Sir Big B of your house. Stenched Ellie, or however she said it. So uh, you 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 can make a change. You can start driving social conscience uh, right from New York. Wow, you! I should become like you know an activist now. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Now that I'm knighted, I should become an activist. Bring some of the old school values. Wow, you know uh, the old school values of, of when they brought people over. To, to to the great country of the United States, and they you know they let them get scurvy, and uh-huh. um, you know limbs would fall off. Right. You know she makes it sound like there's such beautiful people over there. 
In England, no. No. I told you what they did to the Irish people. They put them on Baffin Island or whatever it was. Anyway, I'm sure you need to go and, and, and sit on your throne for a moment. Well, now, I mean, I'm so excited. Of course I have to. So we're going to take a quick break. When we return, Salami Karpaipai, one of our favorites, is coming. And uh, we'll have a good time with him. This this is this, this is uh, such an extra special show for me. We got yeah. Salami, and I've been knighted. Listen, and we got we we'll, we'll talk to Salami about the uh, the Dutch army, and yes. we've got that fucking scarecrow. I can't wait to hear about this one. One of our listeners, uh, Mrs. Cotter, posted yes. that online. I'm very gassy myself tonight. This beer is very gassy. All right, uh, folks, you're listening to Cave Crew Radio every Wednesday night live right here on All Radio XMNT. And uh, Sir Big B, the Duke of P, and myself, the lowly, what what, what do they call the person who just, uh, I don't know, one of the one of the people of the of the court. Well, uh, I guess I could be a jester, or say, how about being the court jester? I could be the court jester, funny entertainers, court jester DK. Need something better than that. Think about it over the commercial. We'll be back. Yes, uh, uh, hello, I'm having a bit of a situation. I was shopping in Walmart. Uh, I thought I had to pass gas, and I actually, I went to the bathroom in my underpants. Uh, now I'm currently in the bathroom, and I have no clothes from the bottom down. I, I need somebody, security or somebody to, to bring me new underwear. I'll, I have no problem paying for it, but I have nothing to wear. I'm actually nude, uh... Uh, half nude in your bathroom right now. I mean, I, I have no clothes with me. I don't have anybody who could bring me clothes. Is it possible you can get somebody to bring me uh, some underwear here? Okay, are you in the front bathroom or in the back bathroom? <clears throat> I'm in the front bathroom, but I went into the wrong bathroom. I, you know, it was an emergency situation, and in, in the confusion, I actually, I'm in the woman's bathroom, so I've been trying to prevent people from coming in here. A few women came in here, and... Uh, you know, seen me, and they ran out. They're afraid. One said they're going to get call security. That's the reason I called. I wasn't going to call anybody, but she said okay. she, she was going to get security. Yeah? Okay. Let me put you on hold, okay? Just hold on one second, okay? Okay. Hey, I have a member of management coming up to the front restroom, okay? Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, he needs to bring a mop or something. It's running down my leg. More's coming out. Uh, I, I, don't, I must have got sick, food poisoning or something. So, I mean, this could be a health situation for somebody. Can you, Is it possible you can bring, like, a mop or something? You need a mop, too? A mop, a bucket, a couple of mops. You, this is, I mean, I'll stick around and help. I mean, I got no problem. But, I mean, it's all, I smeared it on the wall trying to get it off my hands. It's all over the place. Uh, it's gross. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay yeah. I, have a mem- I have a member of management coming up there for you now. Okay, thank you. Dave Crew Radio. Oh. Radio X, Mr. Wednesday Night, in my man cave. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook is where all the action happens. Something's going to offend every single person here. If I just touch this thing and hold it in my hand. There you go. This is why men have sex with goats in different countries. 
I like save the babies, but the rest of them can die in a fire for all I care. Brian's drinking American beer. He needs something a little bit harder while getting a handjob. <laughs> he likes tacky balls. He likes sticky balls. Oh, my God. What do you think about all this shit we're talking about tonight? K2 Radio is the name of the show. Hello, Stu. Stand by. Mind the gap. Today's Wednesday. Only two more days before you can binge drink yourself into a state of denial about the mediocrity of your life. I'm going to grab a beer. Enough time for Brian to pee. <laughs> BK likes banging chickens. Holy Christ. Occasionally, if I've had a few too many, I've, I've been known to walk off a pretty good Johnny Cash. Stu would love it. Living on the edge, lighting fireworks off your head. I'm going to masturbate in my man cave. I'm a rich guy, but you know what? I would probably rather masturbate, quite frankly. So would everybody else. Catch you on the flip-flop, Big B. And don't forget to like the Facebook page. As he's tucking the rest of the rope in his pants. I declare that everyone shall smoke the wacko tobacco right across the 52 states of the Union. Things are starting to heat up this week in the cave. I am um, Court Jester, DK. Such a boring name. Um, and I am here with Sir Big B, uh, the Duke of P, or his official name, uh, Sir Big B of Urine Stenched Alley. Urine Stench Alley, that's right. So proud of you, Big B. So I, I, I thank you. Uh, this is such a special day for me. I, I never in my wildest dreams would ever think I would be knighted by the Queen of England. Now I have to make a cartoon of you, like in a beef eater suit or something. You know. Uh, well, to, it's, uh, to, I have to be on my my trusty steed with yeah. uh, in my suit with my sword in hand. I've got some major Photoshop homework this week. Surra- I, but I would also have to be surrounded by vagrants. As vagrants, well. like your servants, I think would be rats. If you were in a, a urine stenched uh, alley, and my servants, yes, my servants would be rats. Yes, and my pe- my 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 people would be the vagrants. My right. servants are my rats. Man, we got some work to do. Okay, so uh, don't let it go to your head, though. We still got a show to do. I got another favorite of yours. Oh. You know what this is almost like? This is like a big B roast. This is this is like it's it's like my birthday come early. Yeah, it's like you know when they do those shows and they roast people. Oh yeah, that's what we're kind of doing because all your favorite guests are coming and everyone's saying hi. And I know we haven't had Stu or Constable Carson, but we don't want to rain on your parade. No, this is this is wonderful. Yes. So a little bit more music, and we're going to bring in our next friend, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a uh, a regular listener to this show, and I. I believe he used to pop by once in a while, too, way back in, you know, the Double Talk radio days, too. 
Salami is uh, he runs call centers and Seven Elevens, but he also is an NHL hockey broadcaster. And uh, so at this time, need to bring in Salami. Are you on the line with us? Hello, DK. I am here on the line for you. Well, welcome back, my dear old friend. I am glad to be back with my friend DK, my Canadian connection. Yes, and 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 you're also sitting with royalty tonight. If there's anything you need to, uh, because you know India is part of the Commonwealth, I believe. So, you know, we have royalty here tonight. We do know who is the royalty in the room that I am partaking in. Well, we just call him Sir Big B. Uh, the Duke of P, but officially, it is Sir Big B of Urine Stenched Alley. Hey, oh, so- well, 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 hello, Duke of P, or or Knight of Urine Stench Alley. It is good to meet you. Uh, h- hello, Salami. You you don't know how excited I am to have you back. It is good to be back, Big B. I'm glad to hear your voice again. I am so sorry. I missed. I misspoke. It is nice to hear your voice, Duke of P. Yes. Hey, and you guys, I remember we did a story one time where, where, where they they publicly urinate in the streets uh, in India. Yes, we do. When we got to go, we go. When we got to do, we do. Because do. I, I think there's a tax on toilets there, uh, uh, Duke, that um, maybe you can have removed. Do you mean the tax that keeps us from pooping and peeing in a bathroom instead of on the street? Yes. I will do. I am trying my best to have the taxes removed, but you know, it is kind of convenient when you got to pee, you just go to the corner and you squat and drop your drawers and you pee right in the street. So Indian, even Indian males uh, uh, sit when they pee. I was just going to yes, ask... Because if we don't, we will tinkle on our toes. Oh, so we get the opportunity to pull a laser and keep from tinkling on our toes. That's right, Big B. Or sorry, uh, Duke of P. Um, they have that open. Confuse open... me, because the Big B is a Duke of P. I am just salami called Pai Pai. Yes. I'm just a lonely taxi driver in India, but in America, I own many convenience stores. Yes, and you also run call centers. But but Duke of P. Remember, they have those open face uh, shoes. Uh huh. They they haven't evolved to the point where we have yet. Right, right, right. Well, sometimes they have no shoes at all. That is very true, but that is very risky. Walking the street of Putin D with no shoes on. Now, listen, I I I um I want to go to sports for a second because uh, Big B, I'm I'm or Duke of P, whatever I got to fucking call you now. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're aware that the the National Hockey League has opened up uh, for expansion teams. And I know we have Quebec City and Las Vegas that have that have been advanced. Uh, I'm wondering if if uh, you know um, New Delhi or or Kathmandu or any of those places, uh, Salami have, have put forth a bid uh, for an NHL team. New Delhi has put a bid forward for the hockey team, and Kathmandu is working on the paperwork to start the hockey team. The uh, mascot would be the Kathmandu Cants. Yeah, and that is cunts, not cunts, 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 and very, very similar. <laughs> and the new Delhi will be the new Del- Delhi bologna sandwiches. 
The New Delhi Bologna Sandwiches. <laughs> what would their logo be? Like a like a hero sub type thing with bologna what? and cheese on it? Or I have proposed that it would be the plastic bag that your meat comes in at a deli. You know, you buy a pound, I... you put it in a bag, and you go home I... and you try to get a slice of bologna out, and you rip the fucking bag in half. That's what it would look like. Right, okay. All right, I can see that. Now, <laughs> so so you know what? I'm my vote is for the New Delhi uh, bologna sandwiches. They would be they would be my new favorite hockey team. I will I will I will no longer like the New York Rangers. I, my favorite hockey team would be the New Delhi bologna sandwiches. I have, fantastic. I, would you like some mustard with your sandwich? I have so much graphic work to do. I have to design a hockey jersey. I have to get a, a new picture of, of of Sir Duke P. So, what what else is going on over there? We haven't chatted with you in a long time. Like, uh, you know, I thought maybe you you'd try to drop a presidential bid over in the states, or you know, you know, I thought about coming to America and trying to become president. But there are already two fucking idiots running for president. Why should there be three? Okay, and which two? Because I count like 12 so far. There are quite a bit, but the two that stand out in my eyes are the Donald Trump and the Hillary Clinton. Yes. I can't wait. Could you imagine if those two ran together? That would be very scary. If either one of them become president of the United States, it would be a matter of months before New Delhi will take over the United States, and there will be no United States. There would be the new United States of Delhi. I don't know if you guys remember, but when Donald Trump got a hold of Rosie O'Donnell, he didn't let that go for, like, months. Imagine him and uh, Hillary. I do not want to imagine anybody with Hillary. That makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Listen, I don't want, by any means, I'm not wishing, although I can't see how it can get any worse. You've already got, you know, someone who's not even born in the United States. But um, can you imagine the fun that we would have with Hillary and Donald running against each other? Or the political cartoonists would have a eight day. They would not have to look and try to write. The ship would fall in their lap. I agree. I, I, there's no way that Hillary makes it past the uh, Democratic nomination. There's absolutely no way. I do not believe Mr. Trump will make it past the, the GOP nomination either. Well, see, here's, here's the thing with... with uh, with Trump, right now the GOP has nobody else. Trump is killing everybody. He's in the lead in every single poll. It, on the Democratic side, I mean, absolutely nobody likes Hillary. Uh, you know, she's a flat-out liar. Um, Bernie Sanders is probably the number one option on the uh, Democratic side. But unless the GOP can come up with somebody that could talk that could top Trump, he's right there. I think you might have a Bush coming back. Jeb. No more Bush. No more Bush. We should, uh, the American American people should think about br- the president like the Brazilian wax. No more Bush. That's right. Yes, a Brazilian wax of, of the Bush family. Do you know that here in New Delhi, though, there is no such thing. Or a Brazilian wax actually does, not, does exist in New Delhi. But the Brazilian wax consists of removing the uh, hair from the nipples 
on the nose of the woman. We do not care about the big bush growing in the armpits or in the crotch area. We so found it challenging. Neck, so from the neck down, it could be Bigfoot, but from the neck up, it's everything's taken off. That's absolutely correct. Because sometimes in um, sometimes in New Delhi at nighttime, it gets very cold and it's nice to have a woolly mama to, to color up to at nighttime. But <laughs> Salami, you have a bigger beard than I have hair on my head. Yes, I do. I have a huge beard, but that is where I hide my hashish and my spices for dinner. Okay. You just <laughs> reach in your beard and toss a little this and a little that. Here's a little cumin. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. When I go to those carts out on the street, they're like the halal carts. Are they halal. pulling stuff out of their beard? Well, we have secret pockets in our beard. That's, but yeah, sure, right. We are hiding things. And we are putting things from there. Oh. To share. What the no. fuck is halal? I'm sorry? What is halal? Hello? Hello is the way we say hello in uh, India. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what are these halal carts you're talking about? <laughs> it's uh, it's food. It's like a, it's a, the way they prepare the meat. It's kind of... Uh, uh, what is it? It's like the, the meat on that... that that uh, turning spool where they cut it off. Oh, uh, like uh, a like a gyro, a gyro. Gir- uh, gy- uh, gyro. Gyro. That's yeah. so funny. People call it gyro, gyro, and some dumb fuckers call it hero. How do you get hero out of G Y R O? All right. Well, how do you... more than stupid. Listen, okay, if you talk to as many foreign people as us, um, we have trouble sometimes. Salami, I want to ask you: How do you get Sade out of S A D E? Sade. I do not know how they get Sade. That is, uh, looks like Sade. <laughs> but apparently there are people who want to add the S in there because they want to sound the Indian when they pronounce the name. That's right. <laughs> and that meat we put on the gyro, gyro, hero, gyro, that is lamb. But they will not tell you what we do to the lamb before we prepare it on the spit. Yeah, it certainly doesn't look like a lamb chop. So it's, I mean, you don't just cut up a lamb and it ends up in that form. No, it doesn't. But I will not tell you why the lamb tastes so salty when you eat it. All right, listen, Salami, I want to do a a news story while I've got you on with us here. Um, We uh, in the United States here... Uh, this came from the uh, New York Daily News. It was posted by uh, a listener and, and, and friend of the show, uh, Mrs. Cotter. Which, by the way, uh, I didn't mention yet. The, the show goes all week long on the Facebook page. All you got to do is ask to join Cave Crew Radio, and uh, we have a party there all week. Um Apparently, a man died during sex with a scarecrow that he strapped a sex toy on. Mm-hmm. I'm being very challenged by having to say all these things tonight. Um, a kinky Argentinian man, so he wasn't a true American, uh, he croaked uh, while having sex with a scarecrow that he dressed in lipstick and a wig and strapped a sex toy on, according to reports. Uh, Jose Alberto was found dead in uh, San Jose de Balcar home, lying next to the straw doll. Uh, also reported by the Irish Mirror. Uh, there were no signs of violence. It was a scarecrow, so 
I don't know if this would be suicide or not. And we are working on the assumption that the man died during sex with the scarecrow. Um, the depraved sex fiend who tended sheep. <laughs> I think he banged all them first. Uh, had puffed up the <laughs> scarecrow with clothes and tied a six-inch strap-on penis to it. His rotting remains were found after neighbors complained to police of a foul stench coming from his home. Where he lived alone. Go ahead, jump all over this one, folks. <laughs> I will tell you there's a reason why he's alone. The man is fucking scarecrows. Yes. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> How can he's, you compete so with a thing full of straw and a six-inch penis? There's no way to compete with that. Yes. The most obvious answer is the funniest. I mean, it would be so uncomfortable with the straw. Have you ever like have you ever laid down in a barn in straw like? Wait, but what is it? A, was it a straw strap-on? No, right? No, no, no. no the, the, the scarecrow is usually made of straw. I had tried to make love to my lovely in the straw, and all I get is these little pokies in my ass, and I do not like that. But, but and then what you I'm get saying, the chiggers. What I'm saying is, if he put a strap on on the on the scarecrow, he's not. You know, there's no straw involved. He's just. Back well, there's always contact of the straw to the to the uh, six inch attachment. It attaches to the straw, and when you're pounding your butthole against a straw scarecrow like a mad demon, eventually the straw will fall out of the scarecrow and into the crack of your butt. My question now, now, is: let me, Now let me ask you this, Salami. Why is it that you are describing this like you know from experience? Yes. I, you know, I, I have to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Did, did this guy have like a Bruce Jenner fantasy? Because he dressed it as a woman, Yeah. put lipstick on it. He didn't like burrow a vagina into the straw. He attached a penis. That is very freaky. I do not know why he would want to step a dildo to a scarecrow. Apparently, he has not seen the words of Oz because the scarecrow wanted a brain, not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in because, uh, yeah, it was posted on the page and I'm reading this and I'm like, I read a lot of really strange shit all week. That's Did you much- know that the word Argentina is Spanish for Florida? Uh, yeah, you could be right, Salami. That's you, wonderful. You could be right. Um, <coughs> all right, listen. Uh, we're not going to break, but we're going to take like 10 seconds here. Salami, I really want to thank you for, for coming on the show. No, uh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure for me to hang with you and Big B. You yeah. two make me laugh. Oh, listen, you make us laugh. So. And, and Salami, I'm going to call tomorrow because I have an issue with my computer, so I need uh, some assistance. Okay, I will do my best to help you out. Yes, I'm getting these annoying pop-ups. I don't know where I got them, but since I started doing this show and all these links that I click on, uh, my computer doesn't run so clean anymore. I will, I will tell you tomorrow. Call me tomorrow at my number, and I will teach you how to clean your computer. But do not use the rubber from a scarecrow. The star, star will screw up your hard drive. How much are you going to charge us, Salami? Like twenty nine ninety nine, or I will charge you twenty nine ninety five for the first five minutes, and then I will charge you thirty one twenty five for the next minute after. 
Wait, but but in my user manual for my computer, it says call customer service at you know one eight hundred whatever. So that's what I figured I was going to call you at. Yes, I but I will I will need a credit card number to make sure that your are properly paid up before I can clean your computer. Ah, gotcha. That's how they get you. I do. That's he's like, he's probably you know. It's probably Salami who emails us and says, "Hello, I just want to let you know I have fifty billion dollars and I have selected you to share it with." That is my cousin from Nigeria. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know something really interesting, really quick. Was uh, at my job, we, we're setting up various PayPal accounts in the various countries that we you know uh, do business in. And uh, one of them was Australia. So we called the Australian help desk um, for PayPal. And the person that answered sounded like they were from the Midwest here in the United States. So we're outsourcing customer service to India. Australia's outsourcing customer service to, to the U.S. Yeah. It's one big vicious circle. It really is. Yeah. All right, kids. Uh, Salami Karpai, uh, you've got to come back sometime, my friend. I would love to come back. You just contact me and I will be back. All right. Uh, after the uh, little break, uh, little Salami Car Pie Pie song, uh, we will bring in uh, uh, another guest. We're just full of guests tonight. Wait, oh, I, I can't wait for this. This yes. is a surprise to me. And uh, we also have the, uh, we also have the uh, Florida Top Ten. And my son just made an appearance in studio to remind me to unplug the pool before I go to bed. Oh. Breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. All right, Salami. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Goodbye and good night, fellas. Hi, Cave Crew Radio. I feel like this is like a five-year anniversary show or something. It, it feels like it. It's my special day. I, I, I really think, uh, before we bring our next guest in, we should start, uh, you know, one of those crowdfunding things, like a, a, a Patreon or whatever, right. to raise enough money so we can print New Delhi bologna sandwich hockey jerseys for all the members of the Cave Crew Radio group on Facebook. That is my f- new favorite team, and I think we should do it. And I actually, I, I know a person that does uh, shirts. Yes. We need jerseys, though. Uh, yeah. This is going to get a little more expensive, right? Yeah. No, it, it will be more expensive, but he can do jerseys, too. All right. New Delhi bologna sandwiches, my, our, our new favorite hockey team. Yes, absolutely. I wonder if we can make those on, like, NHL 16 I'm gonna have, or 15. I'm going to have my son uh, work on that for us. <laughs> we could have a fantasy draft. and Man, I mean, wh- who would you pick to be on that team, though? Who would be the captain? If you, Salami Karpai-Pai. He'd be, like, the general manager. We need someone on the ice, like like Eddie Shack or who, who, who would you pick? Who looked like they ate a lot of bologna sandwiches? Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. that's a good question. I don't know. I, you know what, Rudy Poshak. Yes, Rudy Poshak. And 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 we bring in. Uh, oh, we could have so much fun doing a fantasy draft. All right, folks. If you missed it, shame on you. Um, 
I am the court jester, uh, Mr. Wednesday Night DK. And um, earlier tonight, we had the Queen of England herself, who so graciously allows us to call her Lizzie. Um, she was drinking Wickles, and we were having a great old time. And she knighted uh, uh, Big B. Now, Big B really didn't like the royal family. He fucking detested the royal family. But tonight, he's had a change of opinion. His official name is Sir Big B of Urine Stenched Alley. But we like to call him Sir Big B, the Duke of P. That's right. What a I did name. wish I, I did wish the, the royal family uh, to be burned alive. Um, but uh, the lovely Queen of England turned me around this evening. Yes. I, you, you know how in sporting events they dump Gatorade uh, on someone to celebrate? Right. Uh, if we were in studio together, I, I would have filled a bucket with pee. And, and dumped it on me. And ice cubes, and I would have dumped it over your head. That's great. Isn't it? Uh, at this time, folks, another friend of the show, uh, I like to refer to him as the man of a thousand voices. Uh, we used to do some radio back in the uh, Double Talk radio days. He's going to join us now for the Florida Top Ten, Matt Vanderpool from Upper Sandusky, Ohio. Hey, guys. How you doing? Not Lower Sandusky. No. No, I, I don't know what the forefathers of Ohio are doing when they named the cities, but I'm going to say crack. Is is there actually an <laughs> is there is there a lower Sandusky? No, there isn't. There's Sandusky. That's the home of Cedar Point, our amazing amusement park in the state of Ohio. Right. And then there's Upper Sandusky, and I don't know who this Sandusky fellow is, but he's got streets named after him, a river, a city, another village. It's just crazy. And then Jerry Sandusky pops up from Penn State, and you're like, I'm from Columbus. Oh. <laughs> we all know Sandusky was a bad boy. Yeah, it's a bad well, name. He was so bad with he's the dishonored, He dishonored his family's name. Upper Sandusky, Ohio. Well, welcome to the show. Hey, and glad to be here. You, you, we've had a lot of fun tonight. We're, I, I guess it's a, like kind of an unofficial roast of Big B. Poor Big B's in the hot seat, huh? Yeah, but he's having a good time. He's not uh, blessed. He's uh, he's feeling good. I think he might even call in sick tomorrow. I mean, this is a. This I may is, have to. I mean, this is a huge night for me. It is. I and I didn't originally plan it to go over this big. I just uh, like I told you, I was just trying to mend mend fences between you know the UK, the royal family, and yourself. Uh, you know, you've gone above and beyond. I must say. I know this is this is one hell of a night. I'm either gonna we're either gonna have like a million more listeners over in 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 England, or I'm gonna have hate mail coming out my ass. <laughs> we we just took a very sacred thing, and I don't even know if Stu is ever gonna talk to us again. We we <laughs> well, might I mean, we might have just swatted that fly. After everything I've said about the royal family, and he still comes on and has fun with us, I think you're okay. All right. <laughs> He knows it's in jest. Of course. Anyway, uh, uh, Matt, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you know you've done weird news for me over the years and stuff. Yes, and I have. We have uh, found a list of, uh, of 49. I don't know why it wasn't made 50. Uh, top news stories coming out of the state of Florida. And we have broken it into our little summer uh, fiesta 
that we are going to do uh, 10 every week. So awesome. let me cue the music here. You got it pulled up this week, B. A Sir P. Yes, I do. Okay, hang on. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. I just love that. <laughs> so, uh, Maddie, we're gonna. I, I guess we could. We can throw Maddie the uh, the link here in in nice. Skype. But we're we're all the way to number twenty. 21. So I'm gonna throw this over to you, Maddie, in Skype. Okay. And uh, so you can did, you, did twenty last week. That's what we left off. So we're up to number twenty one. Oh, okay. And why am I not copying and pasting again? This is crazy. Okay, hang on. Let's see if that works. There we go. All right, so that's in Skype, and you can follow along with us. Do you want to start us off, Sir P, or? I certainly will. Okay, number 21 in our 49 49 stories. We are three weeks in. We are up to number 21. Uh, Number 21, the headline is, Florida man pokes girlfriend in the eye after she served him waffles instead of pancakes. Oh, deadly sin. Deadly. (laughs) From the uh, Gainesville Sun in Florida. James E. Irving Jr., 44, got to a fight with his live-in girlfriend over his birthday present and preferred celebratory breakfast, according to Gainesville Police Department uh, booking. Excuse me. Irving cel- was- also, also celebratory, meaning uh, celebrating like our event tonight. Right, so oh. how he wanted to celebrate his birthday. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Um, Irving wanted pancakes uh, and instead got waffles. To express his disdain, Irving poked his girlfriend in the eye, which prompted a call to the police department. So don't ever give him waffles, ever. You know what pisses me off is when my wife doesn't read the uh, the labels on food and buys whole wheat. Because whole wheat pasta, whole wheat bread, all, the, all that whole wheat shit, I can't get into it. Whole it, wheat is awful. It tastes terrible. I so, she, or she'll go and, 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 oh, look at the great deal I got on, I don't know, taco spice or something, low salt. Right. I've lasted this long. Will you just read the freaking labels? I know you're in a hurry. <laughs> but I'm I, just looking out for your better welfare, DK. I just yeah. want you to live a little longer. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't have anybody to torment if you die too soon. Didn't we hear about that woman who lived to 110 years old and she drank Miller Lite? Miller Lite. Yeah, that's lady. Facebook page. Right? So, I mean, but yeah, I hate when that happens. Or, 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 or I reach into the fridge and, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to have a salad. I'm, you know, I'm already eating salad, right? I'm already eating rabbit crap. <laughs> I want some good Italian dressing on my salad. Less fat. Well, to take the fat out of something, you are changing the, di- the, the the DNA of the recipe. There's something wrong with it, just like saccharin and diet pop. Exactly. You're taking out what's called the flavor. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. You know, this article, this fellow down in Florida that poked his girlfriend's eye because she served him waffles instead of pancakes. Yeah. He said, bitch, this say Waffle House. This is IHOP. Where's my motherfucking pancakes? <laughs> There's a difference between waffle and... You know, if you're a waffle guy, you like the crunch. Yes. 
I'm a waffle guy. I like the crunch. I like the pockets for the syrup. I right. like that. And then there's the pancake people who like it saturated into into the pancake itself, or or they put the you know they may put the uh, the the syrup on the side. See, have see, you guys have you guys ever eaten so many pancakes that you've actually thrown them up? No, no. I've thrown pancakes up. It's like puking cement. Yeah, and you're yeah, like I can imagine. Like, and nothing comes out, and then all of a sudden, this little drizzle of pancakes comes out. It looks like quick creep, and it feels like quick creep. <laughs> it's like when, shit up. It's like when a dog vomits, right? There's always exactly. this little ball that comes out. It's like Herc and Jerk, like, and then a rabbit turd falls out of yeah, your mouth. Exactly. Can you do me a favor? You... Next time you throw up pancakes, can you save it? Because i got a crack in my sidewalk that I need to fix. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll box it up and send it to you, Brian. Thank you. It's like, it's like, it's, it's Sir Duke P. Oh, well, excuse me, Sir Duke of P. <laughs> All right, number 22. I don't know if I can read this with a straight face. And there is a video. I guess I'll have to attach this link. Uh, there's a Florida man who attempts to leave a store with a chainsaw stuffed down his pants. Is there uh, a chainsaw in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, was it a McCullough or was it a pull-on? That's a brand new. That's a brand new way to do a Brazilian wax, a manscape. Um. Anyway, the Newport Richie Patch, the Newport Richie Patch, gave us this story. The incident in question unfolded before the video cameras at Treasure Coast Lawn Equipment in Port St. Lucie. This is way back on October twenty eighth. The dar the the daring shoplifter is seen on video stuffing the ill-gotten goods down the front of his shorts and covering up his stash with his shirt. The man then waltzed out of the store, got on a bicycle, and rode away. Now, are you following all this? How in the hell, one, do you waltz with a chainsaw in your shorts? <laughs> and how the hell do you climb on a bicycle without cutting your nutsack off? <laughs> and why would you wear shorts? That's a pretty big thing. All right, so, so let me clarify something for everybody, because you know they don't really say that because it's kind of... Hidden, um, it was Bruce Jenner. Oh, <laughs> he was looking to save some money. I can't afford the surgery. I'm do it my freaking self. Oh my lord! Uh, I guess it took him thirty minutes to catch this dude uh, when he when he attempted to return it to the store after having a change of heart. There, there the is so much. Known to say sorry, sir. We can't take that. It's got ball sweat on it. There is so much inside this little paragraph. Number one, he's wearing shorts. Number two, he's waltzing. Number three, he's wearing a, uh, riding a bike. Number four, he had a change of heart. And number five, why, who the hell steals a chainsaw? If you're going to steal a chainsaw, why do you stuff it down your shorts? I mean, even not running them, that chain is still pretty sharp. And you're riding a bicycle. How do you not cut his nuts off as he's pedaling? I don't get that. Well, how bad do you need a chainsaw in your life that you have to steal it? Right, and wouldn't you just rob the guy? I've got a chainsaw. Right. I'm going to cut your head off. True, DK, think of that. Don't make me start this bitch. I'll start it. You better right. give me one in the drawer. I'm going to start this bitch. Instead, he's from Florida. No, I'm going to shove it down my pants. I'm not going to dismember you. I'm going to dismember myself. That's right. Well, like how they said he waltzed. I don't think I could dance with a chainsaw in my freaking pocket or my pants. I really don't. My God, if I had waltzing Matilda right now on cue, I would play it. 
Waltzing Matilda, Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> what the hell, son of a... Ah, my wiener. <laughs> I believe that song stuck in my head all night. Uh, number 23. Number 23, yeah. Uh, Florida man offers police uh, police officer $3 and a chicken dinner for sex. Nice. Uh, this comes from News 13. A female investigator went undercover and posed as a street-level prostitute. Uh, during the operation, police said one of the suspects, Stephen Torres, offered to trade $3 and a chicken dinner for a sexual act. Okay, once again, where do we randomly come up with the number of $3? Yeah, <laughs> oh. what is the difference between a street-level prostitute and just, say, a fucking car-level prostitute? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or a Florida slut. Yeah. But- and a chicken dinner. Isn't that nice? That's what you always want from a prostitute, right? Not not that you're going to buy them a Big Mac or, or, or a bottle of lemon gin. Hey, honey, here's here's your fee, and I'd like to buy you a chicken dinner. Do you want it all thighs, or are you like me? You want it to be breast. Yeah. Would you like <laughs> I like to Go ahead, Big B. No, I was Excuse just me, Duke what, B. Thank you. Was it uh, Popeye's, or was it KFC? What was it? Yeah, because you know that's a different monetary value. If it's KFC, three bucks in KFC, eh? Three bucks in Popeyes. Hey, you might get a handy out of that. There you go. Listen, I don't know how much uh, KFC costs in your neck of the woods. Uh, I know we're very much overtaxed here in Canada, but every time I go to KFC, we spend fifty bucks. It's not. It's not hard to do that here in Ohio either. I mean, you go get the big bucket family meal. It's almost forty dollars for fried chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing here in New York. When you, you know, if you're going out for your family, um, it's it's a huge expense. Huge. Uh, uh, Maddie, would you like to read us number twenty-four? Yes, I can do that. Give me one second to scroll down. Florida man resists arrest while dressed in a Boy Scout costume. Nice. Uh, what a picture of him there, looking up. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he this has comes herpes. Out Orlando. Orlando Sentinel, 24-year-old Eric P. Fagan, dressed as Boy Scout for Halloween, was arrested for resisting an officer without violence early Saturday morning, according to Orlando police. Police also say he was likely intoxicated. You think? <laughs> Look at the herpes. He's been taking bath salts or something. He's snorting something. <laughs> when the officer asked Fagan why he was facing the, why he was facing the wrong direction, he denied it, the report said. Facing the wrong what, direction. How do you resist an officer without violence? No, 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 no. no. That, which way is the right direction in Florida? I'm missing something here. Uh, the direction out of Florida. I would say north. Exactly. Heading north. North right. is the right direction out of Florida. This next one here, we probably need a, 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 a photo to show you again. I'll have to get a gallery together. Um, <laughs> this one is a Florida man probably regrets wearing this T-shirt. And uh, he has like a Monopoly T-shirt on that says, you're going directly to jail. And that was his mugshot photo. That was his mugshot. That's funny stuff. That's, that's all I got to read. I liked out on that one. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Number 26. Florida man once arrested for fighting drag queen with a tiki torch while dressed like KKK <laughs> member is now running for mayor. You've got to read. <laughs> wait, you have to read that headline again. 
And okay. everyone needs to absorb this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read it slower now. Yes. Um, a Florida man who was once arrested for fighting a drag queen with a tiki torch <laughs> while dressed like a KKK member is now running for mayor. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's so funny. And he'll probably win. Yes, probably. in Florida. This comes from the Broward Palm Beach New, New Times. Uh, Boyd's own case breaks down to what he says is an inaccurate perception among law enforcement that he was an aggressor in the fight with the drag queen. Actually, Boyd said, he was just defending himself, and in November, he's scheduled to go to trial on the assault charge. In the meantime, Corbin has thrown his hat into the race to unseat Kurt uh, Wilton Manor's mayor, uh, Gary Resnick. Now, you know what? Uh, Corbin Boyd has my vote. Because if, <laughs> if you're fighting a drag queen with a tiki torch while dressed like a KKK member, that means you can multitask. Is, is, this, a, is this like going to like a lucha uh, toga party? Because you, yes. you got that hat on? The mask? With a tiki torch. <laughs> this girl is on fire! <laughs> <laughs> my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, crazy. Only in Florida. Well, Only you know, if D.C. can have a, a, uh, a mayor who smokes crack, Toronto can have a mayor who uh, does a number of different things, Florida can have a, a, a KKK member who fights drag queens. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I just got a text from my wife. Listen, I want to talk about fighting someone with a tiki torch. And she just says, "I want to travel the world with you." That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's coming from my wife. Was there any conversation beforehand about no. this, or just out of nowhere? I, I'm really afraid to go upstairs at the end of the show. Like uh, that's, that, that. Was she smoking something? What, what's going on in your house? I don't know. I thought I had all the beer down here. I uh, who knows? That that's really some like drunk thing you would do. Like you just out of nowhere, like you know what, dude? I want to travel the world with you because I. Love you, man. Maybe she's listening you to the like show. You sound like Peter Griffin from Family Guy when you do that, Big B. Maybe, maybe she's listening to the show. She's heard Salami Car Pie Pie. We got a guy from Upper Sandusky. Upper and Sandusky. we've had the Queen of England who just knighted you, the uh, Sir Big B of Urine Stenched Ellie. <laughs> That's probably why she wants to get away. She wants to get away from all the craziness. Right. <laughs> just don't go to Florida. That would be the first place I go. Are you kidding me? You want to talk about entertainment? Exact true. Free entertainment to boot. That's right. All right, so I'm going to read the next one because I want to leave number 28 uh, for, for Maddie. I think this would do good for him. Um, number 20. I still can't get over the fucking tiki. Um, uh, Florida man. Florida man tries to avoid court appearance by claiming he has Ebola. Brilliant. Why not? This is from the Washington Post. Uh, deputy, the judge says, this gentleman has claimed he has Ebola. The deputy responded with an expletive before following the judge's suggestion to clear the room of everyone but Britain. As the other inmates walked out, Britain told the judge that an officer uh, took his Ebola claim out of context. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the context, then. I've got a bomb around my waist. Just kidding. Just kidding, huh? Just kidding. Your eyeballs are going to fall out in a minute. Joking. Joking. <laughs> that is an ex. Next time, you know, speaking of Cedar Point, the next time I'm waiting for a roller coaster and I got like a three hour wait, I'm going to. By the way, I've got Ebola. LOL. Exactly. There will be no waiting. You'll be at the front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought you might want to know. You're going to die in 10 minutes. <laughs> By the time you get to the front of the line, your nose is going to fall off. I only have a mild case of Ebola. Doctor yeah. said with some penicillin, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> clear up overnight. Right. That's fucking genius. That's All right, crazy. Maddie, number 28. Number 28, Florida man steals 36,000 pounds of Crisco. Yes, 36,000 pounds of Crisco. Crisco. Tampa Bay Times, in addition, police said thieves broke into another trailer carrying boxes from Amazon Distribution Center in Ruskin. A number of boxes were opened and their contents removed, but it was not immediately known what the items were stolen. I'm going to guess a six-inch dildo that got strapped to a scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some lube. <laughs> He's planning on a long sexual marathon. He's been taking Viagra with the Jackson guy. That's right. 1,000 pounds of Crisco is found in Argentina next to decaying body. <laughs> you know, so uh, this is the part I don't understand. They didn't initially know what was missing. Crisco boxes have been opened. Right. I'm pretty sure you're not missing Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. And it's 36,000 pounds. It's not 36 pounds. It's 36,000 pounds. So, again, I, I, I know that Amazon is very big on these, what do they call those things, drones or whatever? Yes. But you think you would have some form of security, even if the guy went on a, on a bathroom break or whatever, that he would come back at some point and continually see the guy pushing out skids of, of Crisco. Yeah, that's a lot of freaking Crisco. A lot of Crisco. That, you know, that might be a lot of fun, say, at a strip club. But what else are you going to do with 36,000 pounds? <laughs> I, I really, really think you're right. I think he was helping out the guy in Argentina, and that's the, 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 the lube for the scarecrow. Or maybe he was helping out the guy that was wanting to pay $3 in chicken dinner because you've got to cook the chicken in the Crisco. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> and, you know, is this the last one, right? 29 or do we go to no, 30? We go to 30. Okay. So I, I I'll is it my turn or yours? Uh I'll take I'll take 29. You can finish it off at 30. All right. Sounds fair. Uh, uh number 29, a Florida man caught with active meth lab in his pants. Right. Not just a meth lab. And Breaking active. bad fans. This is this is an active meth lab. So so did he have like little micro people in his pants cooking meth is that how that works i i have no idea but he looks like the prince of fucking darkness from that photo i'll tell you <laughs> uh, Vlad Impala. right this is from uh, fox 10 tv uh, authorities received an anonymous call stating a uh stating a subject was present that possessed methamphetamine during their investigation offers discovered an active one pot meth lab in the pants leg of 20-year-old Ian Fredevich. 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 
Definitely. Ian Frodenreich of Defiant that's Springs. Your, that's your Defuniac Springs. You, you know, I, I I think you know, like how uh, they do those 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 old English days, and you know how you joust on the horse. Right. I think it's going to be uh, uh, the Duke Sir Big B, the Duke of P, and and his arch rival Ian Frodenreich. <laughs> of the Funiac Springs, Florida. Yes. I am Ian Frodenreich. Yes. <laughs> From the Funiac Springs, Florida. Yeah. I am so tired of the stench of your urine in my alleys. I must challenge you to a duel. I will unleash gas on you. <laughs> this is not mutt in my pants. This is herpes. <laughs> I am Ian Frodenreich. So yeah. here's the thing, though. What What is it with Florida people and putting things down their pants? I, I have to tell you guys a little story. Um, back in the uh, early 90s, I was in the United States Air Force, and I was stationed in, of all places in the world, Florida. And I was up the road from Dufuniac Springs. That's how I know how to pronounce Dufuniac You were really Springs, there. Because yeah, I want to Google really map this. Sons of bitches. So what goes on in Dufuniac Springs? Like uh, Jack in the Box? Is there anything cool to... Well, it's in it's in the upper panhandle of Florida. I was actually stationed it outside Fort Walton Beach, Florida, but Defuniac Springs is very close. But we're in the panhandle, and the locals called the area L.A., Lower Alabama. Okay, so yeah, in Alabama, an hour. <laughs> really, the only thing to do in that area is to go hang out at Waterburger and get yourselves a sandwich and stuff meth down your pants. Mm, I so want a cool name like Ian Frodenreich. That's a cool name. I wonder if that is uh, Chinese. And he's got like the perfect goatee. He doesn't look. He doesn't look, does. he doesn't look like, like a meth guy. Like usually, the, you see the meth people, and they're like all like decaying. And yeah, he's a distributor. He's not a user. Yeah, you could tell he's not using meth, not at all. So, what would be the difference if you know, say, me and Frodenreich were pulled over in Defuniac Springs, mm-hmm. and I had an inactive meth lab and he had an active meth lab like was something boiling in his pants or well yeah active active means it's actually in the process of of the chemistry is starting to starting to cook and he's i mean to me that's the death wish that's i'd rather see him with a bomb strapped to his body than having a pot that's cooking meth on his leg because you know that's to me that's suicide because that stuff is nasty the way that stuff is made I'm kind of frightened that you know this. This is what I was thinking too, uh, uh, Sir Sir Duke of uh, Urination. Um, that our guests tonight have spoken very profoundly on on our subjects. Like you and I, we we always speculate, but, but Matt and Salami and, the, and and good old Lizzie herself, they've well, spoken I, I, like they've tried these things, and that kind of. Causes a red flag. No, I haven't tried meth. I'm actually a volunteer fireman and EMT in my local community, and I sat through a two-hour, three-hour seminar on meth and the dangers of meth because being a firefighter and EMT, the last thing you want to do is walk into a meth house and try to bring somebody out. So that's my story, and I'm fucking sticking to it. Well, you know, and I have to say, you know, I can can vouch that Maddie is, is, is a volunteer firefighter, and I did the same seminar. It's called Breaking Bad. <laughs> Watch out for that blue meth. Yeah. Thank you, Netflix. I, I, I swear to God, as you were saying that, 
when you said, uh, you know, no, I didn't do meth, but I am. I was waiting for a meth dealer. <laughs> but I am a meth dealer. Yes. I've got to try and add Ian Frodenreich on, on Facebook. That's funny. I know it's dangerous, but I think we need to have Mr. That name is so much cooler to pronounce if you use a German accent. Frodenreich. Mm. Yes. See, I can't do the accents. I am Ian Frodenreich. Ian Frodenreich. My first name is Scottish. My last name is German. Ian Frodenreich from Trofunia Springs, Florida. <laughs> All right, folks, and, and this week we're going to close it out with number 30, and we'll be back with more, fear not. We have plenty more. Of our Florida top 10, but this gentleman, man, I don't think there's enough spots on the webpage to, we're going to have to show one picture a day uh, on the Cave Crew <laughs> radio page, because uh, this gentleman, uh, tar-smeared Florida man, Arrested on convenience store roof at 3 a.m. Yes, folks, only in Florida. While the rest of you are looking for shooting stars, mm-hmm. there was a tar-covered Florida man uh, found on a convenience store roof at 3 a.m., and he claimed he was visiting family. <laughs> All right. Do you think maybe it's Salami Carpipai's cousin? It could be. Like, who goes on a, on the top of a Seven Eleven? To, to, anyway, and why was he tired? Was he like putting feathers on himself? Uh, anyway, who knows? This comes from the uh, Daytona Beach News Journal. Officers were called to the closed business by a witness who heard a strange noise, like whistling, snorting, uh oh, or a torch sound. Does Tiki come to mind? The Tiki torch. It's a KKK guy. <laughs> <laughs> and rattling fence coming from the back of a business. <laughs> so I just imagine he's whistling, he's heating the tar <laughs> with the torch. Right. When police arrived, they said they saw a Holman on the roof, uh, all covered in tar. Uh, at first he said he was visiting family, and then he changed his story. Quick thinking. Mm. Uh, saying he was uh, an air conditioning technician trying to fix the units because he could hear them making noise from the ground. I've done some air conditioner repair. I've never used freaking tar to fix an air conditioner. <laughs> well, well, since you since you were an air conditioner repairman at one point, would you ever, when you're walking past a building, just hear something wrong and I'm going to jump to it and fix it out of the kindness of my heart? No, and especially not 3 o'clock in the morning. Especially not 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I can see him on the roof, though. Because, you know, you've got to be uh, high on something, right, to be tarring yourself. He's probably been hanging out with Ian Frudenreich. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably his best customer. Um, But he's sitting there, and he's like, what are you doing, Jack? Uh, Well, I'm I'm on top of this roof visiting family. And then, bang, even the stupid Florida people realize that that one's not going to sell. So then he decides he's an air conditioning technician yes like that's quick thinking you got to give the guy credit what, what kind of family lives on a roof in florida <laughs> i understand new york city is so crowded but florida it's so freaking hot up there people melt i don't right. know why you would even be on the roof but right. you're not going to be on a tarred roof just hanging out fixing air conditioners what's the purpose the though you know like i mean we got to give we, we, 
The guy stole a chainsaw. Yeah, it was crazy, sticking it down his pants. The other guy had a meth lab. He's obviously going to sell it, you know. All these people had a reason. The guy was fucking pissed off about the waffles. Everything's legitimate as far as I'm concerned. What are you doing on a roof? There's nothing to steal. There's no money to be made. You know? Well, you probably heard this song, The Roof, The Roof, The Roof is on Fire. (laughs) He didn't want to let it burn. He just didn't want to let it burn. (laughs) That's right. He was trying to to single-handedly change the outcome of the song. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was doing. He'd just end up with a pile of tar trying to fix air conditioners at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Damn you, Fruit and Reich. Damn you. (laughs) Ian Fruit and Reich. Um, That chainsaw. I got a line to cut up here, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, all these guys should get together. They could probably, like, you know, be X-Men or something. They could form a superhero Florida bunch. I'm just going to tell you, folks, we're going to wrap things up here real quick, but... Next week's uh, number one story uh, on the Florida Top Ten is going to be funny. That's all I'm going to tell you. I always like to uh, cook with mom. Um, anyway, let's synopsis this whole thing. So we had the Queen of England, good old Lizzie, Salami Carpipi, Mr. Matt Vanderpool, the man of a thousand voices, great guy he is, Florida Top Ten, that damn... Uh, Scarecrow and the uh, the robot that was destroyed by the city of brotherly love. And don't forget a newly knighted Yes. Oh. Sir Bigby of Urine Stenched Alley. Shortened as Duke of P. Sir yes. Bigby, the Duke of P. The Duke of P. And, and he will be coming out on Metal Thunder Radio Monday night. Uh, let's let's not say that words. <laughs> that words. I think you need out, to. Your co-hosts know. need to know what they are dealing with. They right, they were out. They were in a band, and they are now working day jobs. And if they're lucky, they get called Mister Somebody or that storm chasing guy. Right. But even he has not been knighted. No, I have been knighted. But again, I'm not coming out. Well, you're not coming out in that form. I'm just not coming out. I'll mention it on the air, but I'm not coming out. Okay, big I'm staying in the closet, damn it. I'm staying in here with my chainsaw and my meth. A little bit of a a, a gay phobia going on here. Who said who brought that up? I never said that. Anyway, listen. (laughs) <laughs> it's at this point of the show and, and you know man I forgot about the New Delhi bologna sandwiches um, bologna sandwiches that's right we need to name this episode so let's brainstorm very quickly mm-hmm. and we must come up with episode 25's title we do this every week uh, Maddie. Oh, okay so think of all the things that have happened and if you're going to sell this in one punchline, what would you call this show? And it could be anything from the Florida Top Ten to the whatever we've talked about. Miscellaneous mayhem. <laughs> I'm uh, thinking. What are you thinking, DK? I'm, I'm thinking still. Big B? Uh, I like the New Delhi bologna sandwiches. Um, but, you know... Big B, the Duke of P, kind of, not to toot my own horn, but it sounds 
Well, see, I think I, it sounds good, and DK come up with it. So you guys are kind of together on that one. Well, here, here, here's here's where I'm going with this. Big B, the Duke of P, mm-hmm. and thirty six thousand pounds of Crisco. I perfect. like that. Is perfect. All right. <laughs> so it shall be. So it is written. So it shall so be. So it is written. All right, guys. Um, uh, Maddie, I can't thank you enough. Uh, we had a blast tonight with you. Thank you, guys. It was, it was, it was fun to be back. Fun being back on with you guys. And you got to come see us again. You're a funny motherfucker. I'll tell you that. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, you got to uh, come back. You got to come back and see us again. And um, and not too long. I know you're busy. You're doing your yep. stand up. You got fighting fires and all your engineering <laughs> shit. You do. <laughs> yeah. But, Besides, yeah, you got daughters getting married and all kinds of crap like that. I understand family life, but you know, check in with us once in a while. I, I'll do that. It's been it, it, it was too long of a gap since the last time I was hanging out with you guys. So yes, I will get back to you sooner than I did last time. Awesome. All right, so I am uh, uh, the court jester, uh, DK, Mister Wednesday Night, and I have somebody here that wants to say good night. Okay. Uh, good night, and I have a name for this show for this. Florida's Idiots. That's good, too. That's going to be a subtitle. You know, and I have a name for you, too. I've changed my mind. I don't want to call you Devil. Your name is Mini B. Mini B, that's funny. (laughs) There you go. That's your new name, Mini B. Yeah, Mini B, the Duke of Turd. Oh, yeah. He's named himself Mini B, the Duke of Turds. There we go. Awesome. All right, guys. You have a great night. Right. Good night, guys. Um, Thank you. I will see everybody soon, or talk to everybody soon. Yep. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! <laughs>